Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Well, we hope everybody had a great Merry Christmas Eve and a Merry Christmas. But now we are back here on December 26th talking about that Lions loss on Christmas Eve. We hope that didn't ruin the rest of your holidays. <laughs> I definitely put a little damper on it for us, but you know, we're still with family, we got good food, some good drinks, so it wasn't all bad, <laughs> but uh, we needed a lot of Kool-Aid this weekend, uh, going into the last two weeks, where the Lions are still battling for a playoff position, we'll talk about that, uh, the playoff scenarios, what it's going to take for the Lions to get in, but then we'll react to this game, what it means going forward and for the future of the franchise, so thank you everybody for listening, sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid, it's time for the pod. drinkers we are back we hope everybody had a great holiday with the christmas holiday um or whatever you celebrate but now we are back recording this on december 26th we've really taken some time to soak in uh what we watched over the weekend in the ass kicking uh from the panthers 37 23 loss and honestly from the get-go the lions didn't really seem to have too much of a chance in this one uh just by the way they came out and played but we'll get into all that in a moment but before we do, let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So we got UJ. Merry Christmas, Lions fans. And Red Dog. Yo. So as I mentioned, the Lions lose 37 to 23. They give up a franchise record for Carolina. 320 rushing yards, including two 100-yard rushers from Carolina and Dante Foreman with 165 and Chuba Hubbard with 125. And I mean Maybe you could see you could say that the fumble um, inside the red zone from the bad snap from Ragnow to Goff uh, was a turning point in this one. But I mean, when you give up 320 yards, there's a lot more to it than that. And ooh, I mean, what do you guys think? The, the playoffs are on the line for Lions, and they come out with this type of performance. What do you, uh, is this? Is this something? Is this something? That, what What do you mean by that? I don't know. Like, I I believe that they could kind of fight this off, but like. It seemed like they were really holding off a, a letdown for like a while now. The I, I wanted to think, you know, maybe they overcame it after the Jets game, but they were kind of trending towards a, like an emotional letdown out there. And so while I was hoping it didn't happen, I wasn't overly surprised. And sometimes when a team comes out and has your number, it's just it can look real ugly. We think yeah, about hey, that, UJ. You agree? Yeah, I, I agree with Red Dog very much on this one. It's just a human element of it. And uh, I think, uh, you know, Campbell's done a wonderful job with his team, building them into a, a winner, making them believe, making them know what winning is. But this is the next part of the process. You know, these guys, it's hard to go through a stretch like they just did, being as good as they were the last seven games. I don't know, get a little cocky, maybe a little overconfident, maybe just a little mentally worn down a bit. And this and this is the next step for building a champion, a team that's got to build a certain mental toughness, you know. And it's it's easy for a team like this, so young and everything, to have a letdown like they did. And uh, it's not surprising really at all. Uh, and the way it happened, I mean, you can see they just 
they were just really kind of never in that game from the beginning. At least the defense wasn't. The, the offense tried, but uh, yeah, even they them, found I some mean, they, late, they little answers out. late. Yeah. Anyway, but, but way too late. It's not too but, surprising for me, and I'm not extremely bummed out about it. Yeah, it sucked watching it. It was it was a terrible game to watch. Yeah, it was so. miserable. <laughs> the question the Lions is, going down to Carolina. It just hasn't. It has not worked out well for them the last couple times going down there. They're kryptonite. Yeah. Last time they were down there, they lost twenty nothing in uh one of the most boring football games I've ever watched uh, when Matt Patricia was the head coach. <laughs> at least this wasn't that bad. I'd yeah. say at least we put up a little bit of a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I, to yeah. your point, UJ, I, I do like that. Uh, and I, I agree with you. That that was my thinking coming into this podcast. Uh, it is a young team. Dan Campbell and the organization wanted to play meaningful games in December this year. Uh, I mean, this is year two of years of the six years that both of them have. Um, and like you said, it is also a really young roster. And I think they learned a lot about themselves uh, for now and in the future about playing these games in uh, December, especially outdoors. Um, but it, it's still a good ex- building experience for them in the long run. I, I, I'm, I, I fully believe. Yeah, this is just another yo-yo in the you know progression. You're, just, you're gonna have your ups and your downs, and uh, this one just looked extra down. <laughs> Maybe yeah, the, the, extra the hope is next. the hope is going into this next week that we can learn this as a lesson, or the guys take it as that, and and kind of mm-hmm. get back to where they were, and not to take it too hard. I think Campbell kind of realized after the game. It's great little video, a short clip of him congratulating the coach, <laughs> and. Yeah, uh, Carolina is saying, "Yeah, kick kicked our, our ass. ass, great fucking ass. job." You know, like, yeah. I mean, what else can you say? Fucking kicked our ass. So, yep, right. You know, but Campbell gets it. I think. I, I don't know. I, I wish we could see the inside of the locker room after losing games like that. You know, we we they always show the winning, uh, you know, speeches, but uh, never the losing ones. Those are the ones that <laughs> right. really I would love to see. See what Campbell's mm-hmm. saying to these guys. Yeah, I will say this though. As far as of the last three games, the one I would that would hurt the least to lose, unless you know it's the one that mathematically eliminates us somehow, because uh, we had to win out or something like that. But if we could afford to lose one, I thought I felt like it was this one. This is it's an outside of the division game, uh, and you know you're on the road. It's just it has all the hallmarks of a trap game. Is it's it was a trap game and they fell into it and they got trapped. But now, you know, the thing about traps is you can break out of them and they also are a major wake up call. And when to start, you know, when to get that, if you get that later against the Bears or the Packers, you know, even if we do creep into the playoffs, I know it's a whole new season, but like it just changes the whole perspective of momentum. I feel like now we can win two games out and then, you know, make a chance at the playoff run. I feel like this was the ideal time to do it. I'd rather beat the Bears and the Packers in back to back weeks to make the playoffs than have won this game and then, you know, let down against the Bears or the Packers. Yeah. Do you, do you want to get into playoff outlook now or talk about uh, the, the team? What, what, which direction are we want to take it at the moment? Well, let's, hit, let's go there for a second. Yeah. Let's playoff go to the playoff. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so right now the sixth seed are the Giants, eight, six, and one. Um, they, they lose. The Lions, you know, despite their loss, actually got a lot of help this week uh, because the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks all lost as well, which – kind of stinks also because if the Lions won they'd be sitting in really good position to make the playoffs mm-hmm. but alas um the commanders seven seven and one Seahawks seven and eight then the Lions seven and eight and the 
Packers are also seven and eight. If the Packers oh went goodness. out and the Commanders lose one ga- one of their final two games, uh, the Packers would make the playoffs. But of course, that that means they'd have to go through the Lions as well. Uh, so the Lions, as you mentioned, <laughs> at home against Chicago on the road in Green Bay to finish up the season. Seattle, they play the Jets, who are trying to still make the playoffs, and a Rams team that just beat the Broncos and got the Broncos coach fired uh, by beating <laughs> them by 40. So that And that's a team that has nothing to lose. Uh, so Seahawks have a couple tough battles ahead of them. Uh, the Commanders, they, we need them to just lose one of the next two games against the Browns or the Cowboys. That's tough because the Cowboys are probably going to be resting a lot of starters the last week of the season. So the yeah. hope is that they lose next week. But the commanders also don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be. Uh, <laughs> they have a quarterback controversy. The Giants who need to lose out um, against, uh, pulling up right now, the Colts, who look horrible, beyond belief, and then the Eagles, who will probably be resting their starters uh, that final week of the season as well. So the best, mm. <laughs> the, the Lions ruined a chance to c- control their destiny. Um to a degree, yeah, but they still have a 23% chance uh, to make the playoffs, so still more <laughs> than we could hope for. Uh, when we were one and six, so I yeah, mean, not the complete end of the world, but pull out that I'll win against take the it. Bills, pull out the win against the Dolphins or the Eagles or the, the Vikings early in the year, and they're sitting in playoff, uh, in a playoff position. So, and you know what, even if we don't make the playoffs. Even if we don't make the playoffs this year, if we can win out against the Bears and the Packers and finish nine and seven, no, nine and eight, nine and eight, um, that would be a tremendous progress progress for the, the this team, this franchise. Oh yeah, like I know, like we're you know we're teasing the hope of playoffs, and that alone is like the thrill is so much better than being just nobody this time of year <laughs> like and talking yeah. draft that's so depressing just the fact that they've kept the hope even alive this long this year the way it's gone like is it, a tremendous feat but like if we can win out these next two games i think that's a huge that's a huge that's a win no that's a win oh, for season, sure right like it's huge we wouldn't we we only reason we don't win the division is because the vikings are just a little more consistent you know <laughs> like Oh my gosh! So uh, that's the thing. Where we're at right now, the outlook going forward, playoffs or not, there's just so much to be hopeful for with this team. And this game, I don't think was indicative of our future at all. And unfortunately, the um, the Lions uh, kind of went zero and two in a way this weekend because the Rams also won their game, uh, which moves them out yeah. of the top five draft position. Yeah. Now they're sitting at number seven no. uh, with two games remaining. Yeah. Uh, uh, How bad is a, Denver? They <laughs> suck. Well, yep, they, like I said, they fired their coach after 15 games. So only the third time <laughs> in NFL history that's happened. Wasn't Russell Wilson yeah. one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived at one time? But, uh, he, he's, he's terrible. terrible that, I mean, th- yeah. that's, oh, he's beat up. He, he was bad before they traded for him. Uh, yeah, that, the he's Seahawks had a rough career because he's used his legs so much. That was a great yeah. fleecing by Russell Wilson on Denver, though. What two hundred fifty million dollar contract? Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't blame him Ooh. for getting his, getting paid like that. That's oh, I would have given him a shot. He's been you want, really him, you want the Lions times. to get him? Oh yep. no, I'm saying if I was in Denver's <laughs> spot, I don't mind the, you know the the idea, hmm. but yeah. You know. So let's go back to the game. Um, okay. 
I have a question for you. What are you more concerned about going into the last two games? The Lions rush defense or the Lions rushing offense? Because both in this game were putrid and non-existent in a lot of ways. Uh, Detroit ran 17 times for 45 yards. We've mentioned in recent weeks the Lions' lack of uh, rushing prowess. Uh, it's definitely been on the decline compared to what was early in the season. But... Uh, at the same time, Goff has been playing better at the quarterback uh, position as well. Yeah. So, well, right. Exactly. Also, they're complaining from behind, which also hurt the numbers <laughs> a little bit. But sorry, go yeah. ahead, DJ. I talked over you. No, I mean you're asking the question, and I, if it's between those two, the rush defense concerns me more, and mainly because of what you said, Z, that Goff has been covering for our lack of rushing offense, and he's been playing very well along with the receivers. So. That can cover up some of our issues in the run game, but the rush defense, man, the big reason we had that stretch, you know, six out of seven games was because of our rush defense suddenly got really good for some reason. Oh, I think the reasons are obvious there, UJ. Uh, You saw a team starting to gel. I mean, you saw Ali McNeil take a major leap in progress. Like, he understood something about leverage. Finally, something clicked for him, and he started lighting the middle of that field on fire, and... Like you just saw a team come together and gel as well. Like everyone started to like figure out their job, and you had two good tackles between uh, Aleem and Bug. Bugs that really just turned everything around once they started kind of gelling and playing at such a high level. And so everything what the hell did Carolina that, figure him out? Him and and Hutch too. I mean, Hutch is an obvious influence too. But the point is, it's it was gelling. You could see where the the where the success was being had though. But uh. To answer your question, Z, I'm not concerned about either. I think I'm just concerned that this team gets back on the right mental track that, you know, this was just uh, uh, an ebb and, uh, you know, the next part of the flow in this journey. Like, they, they Dan's not going to let them get too low about this. I mean, part about leaning into the ass kicking is that, you know, it's an ass kicking. Like, uh, uh, an NFL team came out and kind of kicked your ass today and, that's nothing to be, you know, super bent out of shape about. Like it happens. I mean, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little more concerned about the rush defense. Uh, just r- from this standpoint in this game, like we we just had guys nowhere within like five yards of the, the run. Oh yeah. Back. And I think there's some scheming stuff going forward that teams are going to take from this game that could potentially uh, come back to bite us. Especially, I mean, the Bears are no laughing matter next week. Uh, they are one of the top rushing offenses in the NFL. And, <laughs> Um, and they and they ran all over us the last time we played them, especially Justin Fields. Now, I, maybe Justin Fields hopefully is taking his pedal off the metal with two games left in a meaningless season for them uh, right now, especially if they want to possibly move up to the number one uh, draft pick or at least stay in the number two spot. Uh, so at least it's a good team to face next week. But if Justin Fields is continuing to try to ru- rush like he was the last time we <laughs> played him, uh, kind of laying his body on the line a little more, that, that concerns me going to next week a little bit. Uh, it- I'm, I feel you, Z, I, and I get it, but like at the same time, it, it's so much more like it's not a one or the other. It's about this team playing all around complimentary football again, and they show them that they have the tools to do it. So I'm not really concerned that, you know, they can or can't. It's just a matter of are they going to get back to that level of execution they were before last week? I think that as long as they do that, I'm really not concerned. Hmm. 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 Well, I, I mean, I'm glad the, the Lions finally, I don't know where it was in the first, like, after the first few drives, you're like, maybe play more people in the box. They finally started doing it a little more in the in the second half of this game. 
Uh, they pretty much but, just loaded the whole box and played man on the outside. I was waiting for that in the first half. Why did they Why did they wait till yeah. halftime to make that adjustment? That frustrated me a little bit in this game. It was but, more than that, guys... though. It was more than that, though. They're, everyone was just off their game, man. Yeah, I mean, Akuda got Akuda benched. In this trying one. to tackle people was ridiculous. He was just lunging mm-hmm. at their feet. It was it was a horrible thing to watch. Uh, if he out there, holy cow! I don't know. He he made a couple of yeah, tackles, I guess. But uh, good lord, the tackling was awful. I Talk mean, about missing piece to Sean Elliott, UJ. Yeah, um, no, that was a big thing, man. Our safeties are a problem right now. We, we're we're so weak there. But uh, but you know, we also just got a big game of of experience for those guys. So I mean, like I, yeah. I the way I, these coaching staff has been, dude. I mean, don't you feel like we'd see a better game next week from? If he, with his athletic ability and this, the way this coaching staff works, I mean, I'm not saying you know he's going to be suddenly Deshaun Elliott, but I definitely expect this defense to come out so much better than they did this week. Like that's the thing about an emotional release like this, though. That it, now that you, you've broken that like illusion of your greatness and that little like that monkey on your back, like a win streak, like you get clarity, and I think these guys are going to come back. With that much better for having gone through this ass kicking. Hey, that was well said. I just want to compliment that. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That release Indeed. of that uh, pressure. Yeah, I believe there's something to that. Really, it takes a load off. These guys have been under pressure to win every week. They've been doing it. They've been pulling games out. I mean, say what you want. But that's a lot of pressure. And they have yeah. something like this. Maybe it's just a nice little, you know, ease the burden a little bit. Like you said. Take a little load off their shoulders. Now they can get back, start over again. Kind of fresh out, you know. <laughs> so I think there's some definitely with what you said there. I very much agree with you. Yeah, uh, I, I hope Okuda can come back because uh, he's been one of our better tacklers on the outside. In this game, he looked a little timid. It was kind of bizarre. Uh, but I guess that was the team as a whole, really. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been. Have you guys? I was going to ask you guys before we move on. Z. Because it's related to this. It's just before we move on from this specific thing, though, have you guys as former football players experienced games like that where nothing you do works and the other team just has your number? Like, no matter what, you feel like there's just or like you feel like you're even doing okay, but it's still just not enough. The other team keeps getting their way. Like, you guys, have you guys ever had that? Like, I feel like I have. And it's such a weird feeling. It is a weird feeling. I mean, when when I was in college, our defense was so good. And we had this drive in our last game of the season that could have kept us out of the playoffs and that we could not stop this team for anything, man. It was ridiculous. And it was so the fr- most frustrating thing I've ever been through. We wound up tying them, and it was felt like a loss because it kept us out of the playoffs, and uh, it was brutal. But, yeah, it was a helpless feeling. I've never had that feeling before. Like, well, helpless is like, what are we doing? We always stop <laughs> right. people. We can't stop anybody right now. I mean, that was only one drive, but. But that's exactly like yep. that can extend to a game, and that's what happened to the Lions. Sure, <laughs> sure, why not? No, that's a good Absolutely. point. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I've had it happen too. So, yeah, it's tough. Um, but you know, maybe the Lions just like say throw it out the window. Twenty four hour rule. You know, it's it's come oh, and gone. Yeah. Um, you review the tape, but yeah. I, I I'm more. I, I hope the the coaches have learned something from this from a game planning standpoint too, because I, I felt like the Lions were completely cut off guard on a lot of these run plays where they're just people. And like, there's nowhere near the ball. Uh, like, and some of these outside runs, there's just nobody there. Um, Do you see the way they were just collapsing the line? Z, 
Like they were just using, they were just coming down the line of these blocks. They were just wiping out like our entire line for these yeah. massive gaps. Yeah. So that, that, that really concerns me because I thought we shored this up in this winning streak. Uh, and then it's like, Oh, came roaring back, uh, pun intended. Uh, <laughs> so, um, not, you know, now, now it's time to adapt. Z. It is time to adapt uh, because I mean the, the next two games have two good rushing offenses: the Packers and um, uh, the Bears. Especially oh. that Packers game. The, the Packers have won 16 straight games in December. Uh, so, uh, but I'm also really excited because like that could be a game for the playoffs in the last week of the season at Lambeau. That's a pretty cool. The uh, best storyline if we if we end that way into a playoff run to like the Super Bowl. That's the best story. That's getting a movie. But uh, just to, before we move on from the rushing attack, Z, uh, like, why didn't this happen from Saquon Barkley? Why didn't this happen from, you know, Dalvin Cook? Why didn't it happen from all these other teams who really actually have a statistically better running attack than what we just saw? This, this seems to not indicate where we're at. I think they got our number that day, and we were just out of sort. We were out of sync as a defense and once we were out of sync we just never got back in sync though you did see a little bit later on where you finally saw the line collapsing like we used we got used to seeing for you know for six weeks mm-hmm. but you know it was in glimpses only <laughs> yep uh, and the lions are gonna have a challenge as i mentioned uh come up the next week but we we can we can flip it to the well any other defense players that you wanted to mention uh that wasn't really much to highlight. James Houston didn't get a sack this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not with a run really tackle like that. Yeah, like yeah, tough game. Tough game. Yeah. yeah um, I thought the Bucks personal foul game. was kind of that was dumb too. So yeah, that's that was all, disappointing. You know, that was all part of it. Just you know, a cherry on top of uh, yeah, on the day yep. right there when you when you got to play like that. Like finally we're gonna stop. Oh, you give him fifteen yards anyway. <laughs> oh god, that was so frustrating. Uh we can flip to the offensive side though. Uh Jared Goff, twenty five of forty two, a lot of it uh playing from behind, uh since we were down twenty four seven at the half. Um twenty four forty two, three touchdowns, uh and not one, not two, but all three went to Shane Zilstra, the third That's string amazing. tight end. How about that? <laughs> he had a hell of a day for himself. <laughs> yeah, he had a heck yeah. of a day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> DJ Shark had a couple nice long catches in this game. Uh, the deep yeah. ball looked decent. Uh, no, 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 uh, uh no Williams. catches from Jamison Williams, uh, this week, unfortunately. But yeah, well, I, I didn't get that at all. I mean, he was in there for a few plays, wasn't he? But I know. just never really saw him and got through a couple nice deep balls in this game. That one to Raymond nice was balls. sick. He, he did actually. Sick I, I wanted more earlier. Like, uh, I know yeah. these guys, it's working. Like, Put our speed out there. Really? I don't see why we didn't do no more. And I, and I don't see why we didn't throw to James Williams. I just don't get it. What are they saving him for? Yeah. They, I mean, like, again, he's. More, they're overcautious right now. Yeah. Um, that maybe. or, you know, maybe he, it's not just the. I mean, the speed is an obvious weapon, but maybe he's start not showing it all in practice yet that he deserves it. Like, because you got guys like Raymond and Shark taking the top off already. I mean, I guess you could make some more efforts to get it to him, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree, kind of. I have mixed feelings, though. Seems like I kid gloves with him, you know, as far as using him. Yeah. But, no, I, I don't know what they're thinking, but uh, if a guy can play, he either can play or he can't play, right? So fucking throw the ball. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a damn crossing route or something. Like, 
be gone. <laughs> I know. Right. Of course, probably don't want him to get his clock cleaned or something. I don't know. I mean, Khalif but... Raymond had another big play in this one, too. A 56-yard catch. Yeah, um, dirty. Oh, yeah. He, he's been a really solid player. I mean, we talked about him last uh, episode uh, yeah. with the Jets. That injuries. was the ball that Goff needed to throw to Jameson Williams last week. The underthrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I mean, two, the two bombs Goff threw, though, were dimes, though. They were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Khalif Raymond one wasn't exactly a dime, but it was a great catch, too. But it was still a what good throw. What do you throw. mean it wasn't a dime? And the Chark was uh, an awesome throw. I mean, just... Uh, yeah, he had to make an incredible diving. He catch. did make a good catch, <laughs> but for but for as bad as we said the defense was, the offense, uh, you know, still has a lot had a lot to say in this one. I mean, in terms of uh, we, we needed the offense to step up, uh, and they didn't as, on in in this one as well. They finally had the big turnover that we've been avoiding a lot of recent weeks, uh, which which sucked because it seemed like the Lions had the momentum at that point. It was seven seven. Yeah. Uh, they have a chance to go up fourteen to seven. They get it in the red zone, and they're moving the ball really consistently the whole drive, mm-hmm. and then just just fumble the ball on a snap yeah. from your All Pro center. That uh, was the kind of game it was, man. Like, yep. Yeah, I'll and it happens like you said, Red Dog, uh, but it just sucks that uh, the Lions <laughs> oh, offense with can you. step up to keep it close but, uh, throughout the game. The, our run run game worries me a lot, though. Um, mm-hmm. Swift not look that great. I think. Uh, I, Jamal Williams is uh, getting beat down a little bit from a long season. He doesn't seem to ha- quite have the legs anymore. And, uh, they they need um they need I, I Swift to start uh, stepping up a little more. Put Justin Jackson in there more than agree. Well, they are playing Jackson a little more. It seems like but he only Swift one, one has carry to pick up his game, man. Nope. Swift has. It to seems pick like our O line's not blocking exactly spectacular either in the run. No, game. I would agree like, with that. I, I think it's more the the O line. This is on more on the O line lately with the yeah. run game issues. Well, I think that's kind of an example of why our te- offense has been tilting so hard towards pass, and like we've been successful at it, and then we face two good defenses where you they can afford to take away the run and to defend the pass so well. And that's why we kind of struggled. I mean, we, that was sort of what happened against the the Patriots too, right? But like, and then this game, like, uh, you get Decker failing miserably against the guy we could have taken over Hawkinson, and uh, <laughs> like everyone just let down. <laughs> like our rocks broke for a day, you know. Like Decker's been our best offensive lineman probably almost maybe you know right now I don't know, but he's Sewell. been very Sewell. airtight. I don't, but like his stats are, or Decker's are, doesn't he rate higher than him a lot of the time in pass blocking? I don't know. He's one of the top in the game right now. And he, of course, struggled that day. So it's like, mm-hmm. that was just the kind of day it was. Our our best players even let us down. The O line did not do yeah. a great job. Yep, and- I, I just wanna, I'm sorry. I just want to say hats off to Goff in this game for struggling through a really mm-hmm. tough game. Uh, you know, yeah. do what he did, not turn the ball over. Well, it got that one turnover. I think it was more on Rag now than it was on Goff, but uh, uh, it wasn't a decision re- though. Really, kind of a w- well played game by Goff in, under rough circumstances. So, gonna give him a little bit. Of I would agree. And people have given him a lot of uh, hard criticism for his play in the cold, like from his past. But he, I thought he looked great in the cold in this one. Like, yeah. the, like we mentioned, the deep ball looked good. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I I wouldn't put this one on much on him necessarily. Although he's making the adjustments out there and such, so 
it does fall on him to a degree still. Of course. Um, yeah. But like the the whole team. I mean the whole team, like Red Dog. It was a team loss, you like know? <laughs> yep. Team loss. Full team loss. We win as a team and we lose miserably as a team. <laughs> well, just like the players, the fans should just forget about this one too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yep. Let it go. On to, the, on to the next one. Well, as I mentioned, the <laughs> Lions hosting the Bears uh, on New Year's Day. So we have NFL Ooh. football on Christmas and now NFL and Christmas Eve and Christmas. Now we have NFL football on Christmas Day. Um, the Lions are five and a half point favorites right now um, at home. So we need Ford Field still to get loud. The Lions still have a really good shot. Uh, we'll be scoreboard watching. Um the Giants, the Commanders, and the Seahawks uh, this week. Hopefully, the Lions continue to get some help, and then we go take it in Lambeau. How sweet would that be? That would be oh, God, incredible. Be amazing. That would be amazing. The Packers have two home games in a row to end the season. Uh, so, mm. but oh, we could we we need to win uh, to even make it possible. So I just want to wipe that smile off Aaron Rodgers' face, man. See him pout his way into the new year. Great. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well i think we're gonna wrap it up here uh blue kool-aid drinkers so we appreciate everybody coming on um you know soaking in uh the loss but do not be discouraged we still got two games left the, the playoffs are still a possibility so there's a lot to look forward to and like Rudd dog said earlier we're not, we're not talking about the draft right now uh besides like where the lines you know Potentially being the top ten, but other than that, we yeah, have the Rams, draft prospects, quarterbacks, none of that. Uh, we are still focused on trying to make the playoffs, which is a great sign. Yeah. Something we haven't uh, really been talking about uh, in the last oh. three, four years. So it's like water um, in a desert. <laughs> oh, you don't say. No oasis. Um. Huh. So we want to thank uh, SidelineReport.com for hosting a podcast. Always greatly appreciate Ooh, that. Yeah. Instagram at drinking the blue Kool-Aid Twitter at drinking lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about the Lions' recent performance and the upcoming week. Do you think the lions can still make the playoffs? Well, listen to this podcast. You're probably drinking the blue Kool-Aid and you're probably saying, hell yeah. But <laughs> if you're not, or if you are, Ooh. we want to hear it either way. Um, we yeah, also one question. Think, oh, Oh, okay. You got Ooh. a question. One question. Hey, when you're question. watching the game on new year's day, are you going to be hungover or still drunk? Mm. Mm. It might be A, but then I just need the hair of the dog. <laughs> D all the above, Pat. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> how about you, UJ? Oh, most likely still drunk. <laughs> That's my guess. That would be my guess, too. <laughs> if, I, if I had guessed. Um, all right. Wait, what about Road Dog? You didn't give an answer. I said all the above. Oh, all the above. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. you did say that. <laughs> all right. Um, well, listeners too. Yeah, it's Instagram or Twitter. Let us know your what what your state of mind will be for the dude kickoff on New Year's Day. <laughs> the New Year, um, baby. Also, thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Oh, that was one of our worst ones. Yeah, that's okay. Ooh, uh, <laughs> a little rough, a little rough around the edge on that one. Art, that's more artistic right. take on it. Um, but otherwise, we want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate you listeners. 
Um, we'll be back later this week previewing the upcoming game. We'll have a real special guest entering the Lions Den later this week, too. So look Ooh, out for you that. You won't want to miss this one. I don't mm-hmm. think, yeah. It'll, it'll be his oh, first okay. time. Um, and I oh, think you'll really find it interesting. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but we want to thank everybody for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lot